You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with... Dummy! Yeah. No! You don't get to hit the button right away! You don't get to do it! <laughs> it's my dummy friend, Rev Gav! We got a new sound on our soundboard. <laughs> so you needed to play this. I can't believe you done I know, I didn't even get a chance to. You got me all miscombobulated now. <laughs> what a great way to open the show. <laughs> What a great way to open the show. Yeah. I'm cool, Kyle. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And this went off the rails real fast. Oh, that's, that's, you know what? This is our, um, our succotash, hodgepodge, cornucopia of just nonsense mashed together this week. We have a little bit of everything. We have um, results from one of our more loyal listeners um, for the Wicked Draft Part 2 since... Unfortunately, nobody else wants to participate in these things. By the way, these things are free to do. You just listen to the show, you pick which one had a better draft, and then you just send it to us via text, phone call, email, whatever. And then we just say, hey, this is what happens. But if y'all don't want to participate, we understand. There's no, you know, no, no, no peer pressure on this end. Yeah. And then we have some Elimination Chamber predictions that we're doing, which, um, well, Chamber technically comes out. Saturday. So if you're watching these, you have to just take our word for it that we took. This is being recorded on a Thursday. So, yes, today is Thursday. So, you know, normally it wouldn't be a problem, but because they've moved their premium live events to Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk some Super Bowl. And then we have a, a, a conversation that we're going to get into a little bit about um, some of the more ridiculous and commercial holidays that are out there. We have five that we wrote down, right? Five? Uh, yeah, at least five. 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 We'll probably have a little mini debate. Definitely going to have a mini debate. Okay. So let's let's start off with the Wicked let's Draft. Let's get the business out the way. Yeah, let's let's get the Wicked Draft out of the way. I think you're going to like. So last time I won Yeah. the Wicked Draft. Um, so just to refresh everyone's memory quickly, for those of you who didn't listen to the episode or have, and it's been a little while. So... Our categories were fast casual, cereal, pizza toppings, sides, ice cream, cakes, and pies. So in the fast casual category, Kyle had uh, Longhorn Steakhouse, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, TGI Fridays, and Denny's. I had Outback, Chili's, Cracker Barrel, Waffle House, and Margaritaville. I got the dub on that one. Okay. Cereals, Kyle went with Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles, Frosted Mini Wheats, Fruit Loops, and Reese's Puffs. I went with French Toast Crunch, Count Chocula, Frosted Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, and Lucky Charms. He gave you the dub, but he said both sides actually sucked for cereal. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he uh, have any feedback as to what ones would be? I didn't ask him that question. I'll get back to you on the Listen, if you're, uh, Colin, if you're a Raisin Bran person, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, it's funny how people appreciate that. <laughs> uh, pizza toppings. You went with cheese, hamburger. Uh, sausage, tomato, bacon. I had pepperoni, green pepper, pineapple, barbecue, chicken, and Philly steak. He picked you. Okay, I respect. Uh, sides, you had French fries, you had corn, broccoli, chips, and salad. I had mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, applesauce, and baked potatoes. 
You know, I'm surprised I didn't add baked beans to that list. Yeah, baked beans is a good one. I'm surprised you didn't say that either. Well, we didn't have our memory bank like we do now, our word bank like we did last time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he, he chose you for sides as well, so you're up 3-1 on me now. Okay. Ice cream, He, uh, you went with vanilla, chocolate, Oreo, Reese's, and strawberry. I went with Neapolitan, chocolate chip cookie dough, mint, chocolate chip, Rocky Road, and Moose Tracks. Um, yeah, he picked you for that too. Okay. All right. Um, for cakes, you had carrot cake, German chocolate cake, tiramisu, ice cream cake, and lemon cake. I had cheesecake, molten lava cake, marble cake, yellow cake, and red velvet. He picked you. Okay. And for ice cream, uh, for pies, you had apple, blueberry, peanut butter, strawberry, and pecan pie. I had pumpkin, chocolate cream, key lime, Boston cream, and lemon pie. I won the pie competition. Okay. But one, two, three, four, five out of seven went to you. So you win round two of the Wicked Everyday draft. I respect it. I respect it. I don't. <laughs> he killed, I mean, he told me today when I when I talked to him, he was like, "You started off so well with a fast casual." He's like, "You had that Waffle House." Said, "I knew you liked Waffle House, and I knew you were going to give me feedback on there." He goes, and then you just kind of trended downward. I said, "So basically, how my life's been the last couple of years?" And he laughed. Oh. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." <laughs> and, you know, I respect it though. I mean, you know, it, it, that is only one opinion though. I will say. I mean, so, if we had more people, we'd have a better. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, a better consensus. Right. Yeah. 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 Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. That might be your new favorite one to do. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um. So that's out of the way. So obviously, you know, hopefully in the coming weeks when he gets a chance to listen to part three, we'll see who takes the lead. Yes. For part three, I did give him kind of a, a heads up on some of the answers. I did tell him that you had, uh, I knew that you had Spider Man, and I knew that I had um, Captain America and Batman, and I knew I had Wolverine, but I didn't remember who the rest of them were. So, mm. and then I told him I did have the Joker. He thinks one of the next times when we do it, we do a part four, we should do it like fantasy football. So, what you would do is like if you have first pick, you get the first pick, but then I get the next two picks, and then you get the next two picks. Huh. So it would be so like if we did like the the Marvel one or DC or whatever, you would have Spider Man. Then I would get two picks in a row, but now you get two picks in a row. The only reason why I don't like that is because say you have two people that are like really really good, and you're like, okay, like I'm gonna take Batman, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna take Superman and this person. Well, it's obviously, like- it, it does help if we have a third person. So maybe at some point we'll have a third party join us on the draft, and then that way it'll be. Because then it would be one, two, and then maybe the third person gets two in a row, and then it goes the other way. Obviously, yeah. the more people, the harder it is. So, Well, yeah. yeah. If it was like that and you had m- multiple I've, ways to go, then... I've been trying to rack my brain on how to do like a sports one, but I'm not really sure how to do it. Yeah, that's something I think we can look at in, in the future. Uh, I mean, there's plenty... Of, I think there's plenty of ways we can do it. Oh, of course. That, that The list is endless. Yeah. I mean, you know, just hockey alone, you could do forwards, you could do defensemen, um, you know. Pay that man pasta. Pay him. Pay him. Pay him. Pay that man. Did you not see the absolute snipe show he put on the other night against Dallas? Oh, I know. Pay the man. (laughs) The the longer you wait, the more he gonna cost. Mm -hmm. Pay him his money. So, um, let's get, uh, let's get Super Bowl out of the way, because obviously the Super Bowl was a thing we probably should talk about it yeah uh first off this guy right here not a dummy a genius because he pretty much nailed the playoffs and came within one point of the correct score 
Yeah. I picked Philly over Dallas. I picked San Francisco over Minnesota. I picked uh, Kansas City over Jacksonville. I picked Buffalo. I had everything right uh, all the way down to the Super Bowl, and I had 38-34. You can go back and listen to the episode. Yep. It's on there. It's recorded. And the final score was 38-35. Oh, I came within one point of getting it. That's why they call you the Rev Kev, man. I have my, predicting these things. I have my moments. So yeah. Um, overall, I thought the Super Bowl was very good. I did have a debate with Colin about this this morning because I, I asked him, I said, so that holding call late in the game there, should that have been a call or should they let it go? He was like, was it a hold? I was like, well, yeah. He goes, so there you go. I was like, I don't know, man. I said, with a couple minutes left, like two or three minutes left in the Super Bowl, and you hadn't really called the defensive holding all game, and now you decide to call it. And his perspective was, well, let's say they don't call it. Let's say Philadelphia gets the ball back. They score a touchdown late. Is that fair to Kansas City? I said, no, I suppose that's true. It's, I said, either way, the ref was going to get the ref was going to get uh, BS for something. Either you make true. the call or you don't make the call. There's no, and somebody's not going to be happy in that situation either way. Right, exactly. So I mean, obviously, people can be upset about you know the Chiefs playing smart and getting down to the one yard line and going out of bounds or whatever, or taking a knee and running the clock out and basically making it like, you know, either a botch snap or a block or something had to happen, but that didn't obviously happen. And, you know, obviously Philadelphia needed a miracle, but they didn't get it. So that's true. Yeah. Overall, it was a good game. I'm looking forward to the off season. Uh, I have no interest in the USFL, the XFL. Yeah. That's basically content where, there's literally nothing else on TV, and I need something to watch to fall asleep to, and maybe I'll watch that. But outside, I I don't have any. I don't care. Yeah, well, th- we don't have any allegiances in those divisions. Well, yeah. if you look, I can't speak for the USFL, but if you look at the XFL, three of the eight teams are from Texas. I know I get football's bigger down south than it is up north because football's their thing. That's why, you know, a lot of the college teams in the SEC are so good because that's what they focus on. Yeah. But... And then six of the eight teams play either in a warm climate or in a dome stadium. The only non, the only two teams that wouldn't really be in a warm climate per se are the DC Defenders, who are in Washington DC, and the Seattle Dragons that are out west in Seattle. Outside of that, everybody else plays either in a warm climate or they play in a dome. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, spring football isn't exactly. Was there only like six, like eight teams, or am I just looking at this wrong? No, there's only eight teams in the XFL. There Jeez. is the Seattle Sea Dragons. The St. Louis Battlehawks, the San Antonio Brahmas, the uh, Arlington Renegades, there's the Houston Roughnecks, is it? The DC Defenders, the Vegas Vipers, and the Orlando Guardians. Holy shit. For somebody who doesn't know a lot about, or doesn't really care about the XFL, you know the teams very well. I looked up the the other night when when Uh, Andrew and I were having our debate, and I looked up all the teams, so that's why I know. Now, if you ask me about the USFL teams, I ain't going to know shit. Yeah. Now, now, what's the USFL compared to the XFL? It's the same kind of thing. It's the United. It's so. Once upon a time, the USFL was trying to rival the NFL to be like the next big thing that came in. And listen, there have been many contenders, and all have fallen to the feet of the NFL. But at one point, if you look up the USFL's like old history, they had players like Doug Flutie and Jim Kelly and uh, John Elway and Warren Moon and all these you know legendary quarterbacks. And I'm sure there are a bunch of legendary players too, but. At the end of the day, the NFL always wins. The house always wins. Yeah. It looks like the closest USFL team would be in New Jersey. Yeah, that's the Hitmen or Generals or whatever they're called. Generals, yes. Generals, yep. yeah. 
I got the Birmingham Stallions. Birmingham Stallions. Oh, Birmingham Stallions. That's in Alabama. That's that's football country right down there. Yep. Houston Gamblers. Houston Gamblers was one of the original names. Yep. Memphis Showboats. Okay, so there you go. Michigan Panthers. Okay, yep. New Jersey Generals. Yep. The New Orleans Breakers. Yep. Philadelphia Stars. Okay. And the Pittsburgh Maulers. So either Pittsburgh or New Jersey would be closest to us. Right. So again, I don't have any allegiance and I could give two shits about any of those teams <laughs> because nothing's in. I mean, the closest for us would probably be probably Boston. I don't think, I mean, yeah. New York, I mean, depending on where you live in Connecticut would be, you know, if you're closer to, you know, New York, then it would be New York. I, I feel like we're probably closer to Boston. Yeah. Just by a little bit. It's close, but... Well, yeah, Boston's about an hour and a half drive. And New York's about two, two and, and change. Half. Yeah. yeah. I guess it all depends on how uh, your run through New Haven goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how, how bad it is. I mean, And then, it, you know, as far as a, a quick little mini rant would go, you know, we had an arena football team in the early 2000s. We lost them to New Hampshire. They weren't like a high high end, but we lost them. We also lost another arena football team we used to have in Hartford called the New England Seawolves who played at the Harvard Civic Center. Mm. And uh, they they have been gone for a long time. We had the NFL. We had the football team. For, remember, um, I was supposed to do my project for them. The Hartford, uh, what the hell were they called? The Hartford Generals or something like that. I, was, oh, I don't remember when that. We, so when we were in broadcasting school- my project was going to be on going to see them and going to film oh, to film them, and yes. then they then nothing ever came of it because they were like, "Oh, we're too busy because we're trying to get ready for our season." And then you ended up with that Lapsley Orchard, right? Because I was supposed to do the Riverfest Regatta, and it rained on that day, and I couldn't go because they canceled it. That's a big pumpkin. <laughs> no, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it right. I'm sitting here next to this 25 pound motherfucker. This motherfucker's heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like if we need to find that video because that video was hilarious. Oh, that was a no. Good actually, video. it was I called. I think it was like seventy five pounds. I said, "Come on down to the local country county ground, man. You can come see this seventy five pound motherfucker right here." <laughs> you were behind the camera laughing your ass off. Oh, oh I remember God. that. I, I I don't know if it'll be uh you know this tickles yeah or it tickles it, it tickles the it little tickles. kid with the uh, the goat yeah yeah no, or no the alpaca alpaca yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, we've lost two arena football teams, one very small semi-pro team. We had a baseball team that was double A, run by the Yankees in the early 90s. They're gone. You can't give away tickets to that freaking place now. Nobody wants to go. Yeah. The only reason we would go is because your dad's friend, um, his two sons play on that team for the yeah. uh, Sea Unicorns. Um, you know, we had the Black Wolves. For some reason, they just decided to uproot themselves and leave after they had a pretty strong fan base. We still have the Connecticut Sun, though, which they've been in the league for a long time. Like, I feel like 10 or 15 years, if not more. Yeah. Never won a championship, but they're there because of the whole UConn thing. And I will say, I've gone to watch a game. It's okay. It, it wasn't as packed as the uh, the Black Wolves were. No. It, it was you, nearly You packed. have to catch it on a good day. Like, the Connecticut Sun games were going to be would be more packed when like a Sue Bird or a D- uh, Diana Tarazi come back because they're UConn legends. So when yeah. people like that, Maya Moore and all that, when they come to town, yeah, you want to see them play. But now that Bird's retired and um, I think Tarazi's going to retire soon, like, you know, it's kind of a bygone era. And, you know, they call Connecticut the college basketball capital of the world. And obviously, you know, they've, the women pretty much dominated for a good run of time and the men have, you know, popped in victories here and there. But, 
you know, and you know, let's not mention, you know, we have uh, our hockey team that left in '97 to go to Carolina. Oh, who is now the biggest? By the way, if you've looked at the standings recently, Carolina's creeping. They're they within are. seven or eight points of us. So, our they've been, once they're putting a lot of work. They're putting in a lot of work, and I feel like if any team's going to give us trouble. It's probably going to be Carolina. Well, they've given us a lot of trouble in the past. Yeah, so. I know they have rat bastards. <laughs> we're off topic here. We're off topic because <sighs> we're going to talk about Super Bowl here. We got off topic. That's right. my bad. Sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, um, it's a show. We got plenty of time. I know we do. So overall, like I said, Super Bowl was good. The penalty call was kind of iffy. Obviously, if you're a Chiefs fan, you want it. If you're an Eagles fan, you don't. Um, I'm looking forward to the offseason to seeing what the Patriots do. Uh, there's rumors they're in on. Um, Oh my God! Who was the names they were mentioned? Uh, Debo Samuel coming from the Niners to the Patriots, maybe in a trade. I heard uh, DK Metcalf's name being out there. By the way, both players they could have drafted instead of drafting Nikhil Harry, but whatever. Yeah. Um, there's, I know Keenan Allen's name was kind of thrown out there, but I don't expect that to happen. Mm. Um, T Higgins from the Chiefs, uh, not from the Chiefs, from the Bengals. His name was thrown out there, and. DeAndre Hopkins from the uh, Cardinals has been thrown out there because Hopkins and uh, Belichick have mutual respect for each other. The mm. Patriots do need a number one for sure. They need oh, a number definitely. one wide receiver. If you look at the younger quarterbacks, the Mahomes and the Allens and all these younger quarterbacks, they have a number one receiver. Mahomes has, um, well, I guess technically he has Kelsey. He had Tyreek Hill. Now he's got Kelsey. That's his number one guy. Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs, obviously, for the Bills. Um, Tua Tagovailoa has uh, Tyreek Hill now and Jalen Waddell. Um, Kirk Cousins has his number one receiver with uh, J- Justin Jefferson. Jay Jettis, if you know him, you know, as Jay Jettis. I, I don't, but <laughs> um, Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase. Like, you know. Yeah, they all have somebody. Right. You need to have that, that number one dominant alpha male-esque kind of player who you can throw the ball up to. And I yeah. feel like as old as he is, Hopkins could be that guy for us. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to speculate, and a lot can happen in the offseason. So, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the halftime show was okay. I'm not yeah. a huge Rihanna fan. I mean, I knew most of her songs. Um, what did uh, what did Chef point out during the uh, halftime show, Kyle? Um, Rihanna is pregnant. Right. She and, used the uh, halftime show to announce that she was pregnant. All and, the, the, white, the uh, people in the white coats dancing around her were supposed to emulate sperm. And Rihanna was supposed to. Is that is that a reliable source that she saw that from? Yes, she found it online. Well, it doesn't mean it's a reliable source, though. I, I, I'm I'm sure it came from Rihanna herself. I'm sure it's okay. Well, know. I suppose I don't know. I mean, take that with a grain of salt if you want. Um, True. Most of the commercials really weren't that bad. I mean, there were some good ones. You never can go wrong with E Trade commercials with the talking babies because that's just <laughs> that that's funny. just great. That's just great, clean, fun family humor. Um, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck wasn't too bad. The Tubi commercial, the Tubi, that is the most controversial commercial. First off, let let it, let me set the scene for you here, folks. So <laughs> we we were watching the game at my dad's house, and we had you know, um, we'll say the two most sober people were probably the two people that are on the air right now, me and you, <laughs> and everybody else kind of had a little too much fun and a little bit of a good time. Which Technically, is, my wife was probably more sober than I was. Fair enough. Fair enough. She, but she was only there for half of it, like right. the halftime show and beyond. Right, right. So, but I guess in that point in time, she was there. So we have one person, Rhino, who, and I'm calling you out on this, Rhino, so eventually when you hear this, you'll hear your name be called out. <laughs> you, He usually mans the remote. So he, you know, during the regular season when there's a commercial, we mute so we can all talk to each other. When the game comes back on, he unmutes. 
So I asked him for a mute. I don't know what he pressed, but he ended up hitting the turn the surround sound off. So now we have a bunch of drunk people trying to figure out how to figure the surround sound back out. And we get to the point where we've kind of figured it out, but we haven't. Then the 2B commercial comes out when he's trying to figure it out. Now, mind you, this remote has been passed by by three or four different people. Some of us sober, some of us not. And we're trying to figure it out. And everyone's like, well, you're doing it wrong. Give me the remote. And I'm like, shut up, you loser. And I'm just like, you know. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's just ridiculous. So the 2B commercial comes on. And here he is with the remote again. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then, you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, it looks like you're watching the game and then it kind of cuts away and it looks like it's going to the Tubi app and it's picking Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Kyle just comes up with, well, I guess we're watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith now. <laughs> and lo and behold, it was a commercial that a lot of people got freaked out about. So we added that on him and he's like, I didn't do it. It was Kevin's fault. I was like, bro, I didn't do it. Like, I wasn't touching the remote. I wasn't touching the remote. You touched the remote. <laughs> I'm trying to fix your mistake. Eventually, somehow... The mistake got fixed, but we well we got to give credit to Janice because she she's the one she who pressed out. some buttons and got lucky. Okay, listen, <laughs> a broken clock's right twice a day. All right, <laughs> she doesn't get that much credit. She did. She has to. She has to give some credit. She just pressed some buttons and she got lucky. It was it was a fluke. None of us could do it though. Well, she we all had a chance. Well, because she kept hogging it because she thinks that she knows everything about big tech and she, she doesn't. Did not hog. She passed it around. Everybody. Got no, a I'm chance. talking about where I'm trying to figure it out and everyone's talking and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm like, would everybody just shut up? I knew what the problem was. I just couldn't <laughs> figure it out because the remote that we had was controlling the TV. It wasn't controlling the surround sound. Yeah. So I don't know what what fixed or what happened, but. She was messing with something on the actual thing. Right, and that's what I was going to do, but I didn't want to press the wrong thing and mess it up more. So I didn't. I was like, listen, at least if she does it and she breaks it, it's on her. Thank God it was during the this Super Bowl game and not the Patriots. Right. And, well, oh he would have... Yeah, well, I, I'm instituting, and I don't know if the rest of the group will agree, uh, I'm going to give Ryan a game one suspension of using the remote for next year. <laughs> a one-game suspension. One-game suspension. First Patriots game next year, you are not in charge of the fucking remote. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. Got to clean up your By ass. the way, on the side, which I don't think I, I think I told you a little bit about. So you left with Vicky. I did text you about this. You left with Vicky. We hung out a little bit more. I had to get him to the car, which was an adventure in itself. Luckily, I park at the top of the hill now, so I don't have to walk him down the hill. Because if I would have walked him down the hill, he would have fallen. Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, you got all your stuff? You got your phone and everything? Yeah, buddy. I got my all set. I got it. Okay. <laughs> we leave. I get home at like a uh, little after midnight, probably like 12, 15. It takes me like an hour or so to fall asleep. My phone rings at three o'clock in the morning. Good Lord. And I'm like, what is that fucking noise? And I'm like, why is my Star Fox theme song going off? Yeah, I have a Star Fox theme song. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's a catchy tune. Okay. It's a good song. Yeah. Um, It's uh, Corneria. It's a great song. Um, So it goes off. I ignore it because I was like, whatever. I did. I kind of heard it, but I just like let it go. Then it does it again. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over and it says his wife's name, Jackie. And I'm like, who the fuck? Why are you calling me at three in the morning? I was like, something must have happened. Shit. I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking tired. I don't give a rat's ass. I got to be up at seven to get the kids on the bus or eight o'clock to be to get the kids on the bus. So I don't answer. It rings a third time, but I have the ringer off. So I didn't hear it. So she finally texts me in the morning. She's like, hey. Did Ryan leave his phone in your car? He can't find it. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I go to look for the car for my phone because I had to leave anyway. It's not anywhere in my car. I call my dad. 
he apparently had just gotten up because it was like 8.15. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to be to work at like 8 o'clock? He's like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I just got up. I don't <laughs> care. I was like, um, okay, dad, whatever. Nice. I said, can you check when you get a second and see if his phone's downstairs? His phone was downstairs. It was sitting on the cradle on the charger. Uh, his notebook that he had for all the predictions and the um, uh, prop bets was down there. And then his LCR game was down there. So I was like, all right. I can't believe you done that. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so now what I've done is I drop the kids off. Then I take a road trip from dropping the kids off at school to go to my dad's house. My stepmom did not seem like she was in a very good mood because I kind of called her. I called her on my way there. I was like, hey, are you home? She's like, yeah, I'm home. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to come over and get the stuff. She's like, yup, uh-huh, okay, see you then. I'm like, well, you sound in a cheerful fucking mood. Did the hangover hit you a lot harder than you thought it was going to? <laughs> you can criticize me all you want, but I have never and will never have a hangover in my life. That is true. So I don't have to worry about feeling that feeling. I, I respect it, you know. If so, you're straight edge, you're straight edge. Right. Whereas I am not. It used to be, though. Uh, at one point I was, and then I grew a set. <laughs> no, you don't get to hit any buttons this time. No. I can't believe you've done this. I, I can't believe you've done it. I can't believe you've done that. There you go. By the way, for those of you who are asking, that is my daughter who record. I recorded to do that. So. <laughs> That's fine. Listen, whatever. <laughs> one of us, one of us has to be the straight guy, and one of us has to be the loose cannon. So it's whatever. I'm the loose cannon. Sure, you are. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, when you eat too much spicy stuff, you're definitely a loose cannon. My O ring's a loose cannon. Yeah, I can see that. Anywho, <laughs> anywho. So basically, to wrap up the story, I went to the house, got his stuff, dropped it off. He said, "Thanks, buddy." I said, "Yeah, you're welcome." I said, "Next time," I said, "I'll make sure to double check and not trust a you know." slightly inebriated individual and that's using the term very loosely to uh tell me yeah i've got all my stuff because you didn't well it was funny right before we were about to leave he got up to use the bathroom and i i was getting up and i'm getting ready to leave and i'm watching him and he's doing that thing where i thought he was gonna fall into the table oh yeah he was i told you he had a little bit more after you left too so oh good lord he yeah so uh, i i'm not to mention by the way not only did he call me he also called my dad so he was just drunk dialing people going, I don't fuck my phone. <laughs> I don't know where my I'm, phone is. I'm glad I, I'm, I, part of me wishes I would have answered because I'd have been like, hello, Cal, I was right now. Where, you know my phone is, buddy? You know my phone is? <laughs> Nobody. I don't have it. Do you check the car? No, not at three in the morning. I'm not, I'm not going out to crazy ass Taffville. No, <laughs> not at three in the morning. You're going to have to wait till the morning, my guy. Oh, jeez. But hey. You gotta, you, that would have been funnier because you should have answered it like, Papa Gino's Pizza. Three o'clock in the morning delivery. How can I help you? Yeah. Oh shit! I got the wrong number. Oh, pizza. That sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> Let me get one of those special slices. <laughs> yeah, special. special slices. So, <laughs> anywho, overall, it, the it, Super Bowl was good. The Super Bowl. The game was, good. was fine. Looking forward to the off season and the draft and stuff. Let's move on. Fair enough. We have um, Chris Jericho's favorite pay per view coming up: the Elimination Chamber. 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 That's how he refers to it as. Refers to it as. <laughs> so we're just going to go through these predictions quickly. Roman Reigns against Sami Zayn. We've both picked Roman. Theory in the six-man uh, U.S. title match. It is Theory, Seth, Montez, Bronson, Johnny Gargano, and <laughs> Damian Priest. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I forgot. I forgot too. I'm trying to go in my head. I was like, who? who? No, not Corbin. No, who? Oh, Damien Priest. <laughs> we both picked Theory. Okay. I do like the fact that WrestleMania is kind of starting to take shape, like the matches. Yeah. A lot of people think it's going to be um, Roman and Cody, obviously. Uh, Theory and Cena. I've heard Brock versus Gunter, but I've also heard Gunter or Gunther against um, Sheamus and Drew, mm. which is an, which is interesting. I've heard Usos for the titles against KO and Sammy. Mm. Um, Seth Rollins against Logan Paul. Edge and maybe Balor again. I don't know what they would do, but you could have another match. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's going to be Charlotte and Rhea. It's going to be Bianca against, well, you picked Raquel and I've picked Asuka, and that might be your downfall to lose the title. I like your outside of the box, but I don't think, I think over, I think Carmella would have a better chance instead of Raquel. Raquel's great, but I think she's still kind of too new. But I think she had a strong showing at Royal Rumble, so. Oh, she did for sure, but you don't bring Asuka back with the whole clown gimmick now. And a different, like, you know, crazier side of Asuka. Not that she wasn't crazy to begin with. Yeah. And not have Asuka versus Bianca. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, so, uh, I feel like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would think a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be, like, Becky Lynch, Lita, and maybe, like, a Trish or some, like, old school diva or whatever that comes back, or, you know, women, I shouldn't necessarily say diva, women's wrestler that comes back to join their team against damage control. Yeah. There was talks that something was going to happen at Chamber, because obviously it's in Canada, so maybe Trish comes back, and, but who knows. Okay. Uh, we both took uh, Edge and Beth to defeat uh, Balor and um, Rhea Ripley, and then we both have Brock Lesnar defeating um, uh, Lashley. So it really just comes down to that women's Chamber match. Oh wow! I wanted Jeez. to go Sammy, but I can't. I can't be bothered with that anymore. No, it's it's so tough. Well, I mean, and plus, I don't think they're going to take the titles off of Roman at Elimination Chamber. I don't think they are either. But with how red hot Sammy is, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. The problem is, is that you'd have to really stack the deck against Roman to make it look. Like legit, like it'd have to be like a full on um, bloodline mutiny, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I've heard, I've seen people's pitches and pe- people's ideas for what's going to happen. The most logical thing is first off, if you're WWE, you cannot get, you can't let Sammy get like destroyed and buried by, by Roman because you're just going to have the crowd boo. Like if Roman wins, he's going to win by like the skin of his teeth. Like we're going to be like, you know, Oh, Sammy's going to do it. Oh, Haluva kick. And then one, two, and Roman kicks out of like 2.9999999999. Yeah. And that's one of the better things he's been at. Like, it looks like he's just about to get pinned and the ref like is like a fingertip away from touching the canvas for the three. And then it gets nullified because he gets his shoulder up. Yeah. Um. Ultimately, I think people think that Jay came back on Friday Night SmackDown to um basically just be... Not necessarily selfish, but kind of keep his legacy going because obviously they're the longest reigning tag champs. Yeah. So obviously you're probably going to lose if you're by yourself as Jimmy Uso against. And I honestly thought they were going to lose to Strowman and to Ricochet. I thought maybe the tag titles would change hands and that um, maybe there'd be a feud between Jimmy and Jay just because they're brothers and let that. I've heard rumors too that uh, they might bring up the Street Profits soon. 
because they want to see Montez Ford go by himself. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, and of course the newest uh, Otis. Otis. I don't know how I feel about this. It seems <laughs> I I'm intrigued because I want to see how it's going to work. Yeah. But I just uh, I don't know. Mansois, Marseille, and Otis. Otis. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see because. Uh, I mean, you know, it's mostly for the comedy aspect of it, but it's like right. And I mean, if that's the kind of thing that you're into, I mean, hey, listen, if you if you're getting TV time and you're getting paid money and you're going to be the comedy relief, then more power to you. Oh yeah. If if you already know where your ceiling is and you're not ready to, you know, you don't want to crash through anything, more power to you. Well, think about how many comedy comedy gimmicks actually get remembered, you know, versus I mean, great storylines do too. But I mean, there's enough comedy gimmicks that get remembered. I mean, obviously, you know, Doink the Clown's kind of out there. Uh, Santina Morella. Yeah. Um, Our Truth. Our Truth. Uh, <laughs> there was another one, The Hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah. I mean, there's enough. There's enough comedy gimmicks that are out there. I mean, obviously, they're not all, you know, home runs, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you know, it, it's the same way with any storyline. You can have a shitty storyline that's serious, but you know, a great comedy gimmick, and you focus more on the comedy gimmick. I right. mean, think about that's, like the list of Jericho. Well, that's true. That's a, that's a well, perfect example for a comedy gimmick right now. But as a serious wrestler, is Orange Cassidy? Yeah, because like, he's a goof. It's him, him and Danhausen. They're both goofball goofballs, but they can get it done in the ring. So yeah, exactly. So it all just depends on on how good how over it gets. Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> not necessarily because Rusev Day was pretty goddamn over. And oh yeah, they and WWE was like, well, you didn't create this, pal. We didn't create this. You created this, so we can't let that happen. <laughs> or case in point, Zack Ryder. He got himself over, mm. and WWE was like, nope, we didn't create you, so you're not going anywhere. We're going to put you in a storyline where Kane pretty much kills you every week. Yeah. <laughs> and you get kicked in the nads by your girlfriend, and then John Cena steals your girlfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that. Good Lord. Awful. Poor Zack Ryder. Awful. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think I think the best way for it, I, I obviously want Sammy to look strong, because yeah. I don't want you to, don't squash his, um, his momentum. No. But... <coughs> even me. have interference from the Usos that causes Roman to keep well, the title. Guess who hasn't been seen since he got beat up at Rumble? KO. KO, yeah. Who's from Montreal, Quebec, Canada? KO. KO. Well, he's from like a different part, but they I think they bill him from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Yeah, yeah. So what if you do the gimmick where let's say Roman Reigns is about to win, some hooded figure comes in, super kicks him, hits him with a frog splash, it's KO. Sammy, that would be the moment where Sammy would get the one, two, and oh, he just missed it. KO maybe gets taken out by uh, Jimmy and um, Solo. And Paul Heyman's just standing there, oh my God, no, please, I'm just an advocator. Don't say nothing to me. I didn't do nothing. And um, you could do that. KO gets taken out. The bloodline gets taken out in the con- in the process. Out of nowhere, you know, Roman hits a spear. And then Jay comes down, and Roman sees Jay, and Jay's talking to Roman, and Roman's like, okay, what's up? And, you know, maybe in the meantime, Sammy gets up, and um, Sammy and Roman are kind of staring down each other or whatever. Jay's in the ring, and Jay and Roman are talking, and, you know, Jay goes to kick back a super kick, kind of like what happened with Sammy, where was he going to hit KO, or was he going to hit Roman? And let's say, like I said, Jay super kicks Sammy, knocks Sammy down. Roman looks at him and he says, do you acknowledge me? And Jay goes, no, I don't acknowledge anybody. And he super kicks Roman. But when Roman gets super kicked, he lands on top of Jay. I mean, on top of Sammy. 
Ref's down and all this, by the way. Ref bump happened 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Ref crawls into the ring. Jay gets out of the ring, starts to kind of walk away up the ramp. One, two, three. Roman barely survives. Now there's a kind of a riff because Sammy's like, what the fuck? I thought you and I were boys. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. It, and I, that's the thing about this storyline is that you can come up with a hundred scenarios in right. which way it could go any way. Right. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy might turn too, for all we know. Jimmy and Jay could turn and they could both leave the bloodline and that just leaves Roman and Solo. But I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could be one of those situations where, you know, Roman's beaten up on sammy and or, it's like or jay could come back into the bloodline i mean jay could be like you know what i super kicked you i paid my debt now from what i owed so we're good now we're clear i don't want to be on no one's side anymore i want to be main event jay uso i'm gonna do my fucking thing i don't give a fuck about the rest of you motherfuckers except for my brother jimmy i don't give a shit about none of y'all yeah i'm yeah. tired of being i'm trying to be in the middle though i don't think roman reigns would take lightly to that though well he can get over it if he's still the universal champion then he's got to have i think it gets to a point where i don't think anybody surrounds him outside of um paul Heyman coming into mania like i said i think roman builds his head up so big that he's like this unstoppable like beast you even think solo turns on i think solo leaves i think solo is just like you know what i don't want to be a part of this because especially if they're disrespecting jimmy and jay because they're all brothers right so like, I don't yeah. want to, nope, I ain't going to be bothered with this. We got our own battles. We're fighting. I'm done. And Roman's going to be like, I don't need any of you. I'm the island of relevancy. I'm the head of the table. I'm the tribal chief and blah, 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 blah. And then he just goes into mania with just the wise man next to him and Cody Rhodes. And obviously Cody Rhodes is supposed to be the, the white knight that comes in and slays the dragon. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, all I ask for is that like. You've got a good thing going, and obviously it goes to Mania. Make the storyline worthwhile. Like, make it make sense. You've been making it make sense all along. Yeah. And obviously Sammy's going to be white hot coming into Montreal in his home, uh, his home turf and everything. Yeah. So, you know, make it make sense. And don't, you know, let's not let it be a 30-second fucking Brock Lesnar squash match where... You know, he comes in and he gets freaking speared and then Superman punched and speared and then it's over. And then it's just like a 10 minute beat down afterwards. Like nobody wants to be bothered with that. No, because yet again, like you said, Sammy is white hot. So, right. We're we're kind of like towards the Daniel Bryan. Yes. Era of white hot. Like, yeah, he might be hotter right now than Cody Rhodes is. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So and then, like you said, t- going into Montreal, th- th- I mean, he's g- uh, that crowd is going to be obnoxiously loud. Oh, yeah, of course. You know? Of course. I mean, if Shawn Michaels makes an appearance and teases Bret Hart again, you know. Yeah. However, I will say there is somebody that I feel is close to Sami Zayn hot right now, and that's Seth Rollins. You think so? I think so. Think Think about how much people are into Seth Rollins right now and the music and everybody singing his catch, the the, the song. Yeah, but that's just part of the experience. I mean... Yeah, but that that but see that's the thing when whenever he's in the ring with anybody, they're always cheering for Seth. Doesn't well, matter. Well, that's because Seth is Seth. I mean, I know, but that's everybody. Well, has a lot don't of forget for too. Him. I mean, obviously, if we've talked about like Seth going to be in a match against Logan Paul, like Logan Paul's good. I'll give him the man his due. But as Seth said, like, are you are you here because you want to be a wrestler? Are you here to you know get your brand out there and? You know, be like, hey, look at me. I was on, you know, Royal Rumble and I have this like crazy Royal Rumble moment that I did with Ricochet. And yeah. And that's the one thing about Logan Paul that I'm that I'm having issue with is that they're they're showing him they're they're treating him kind of like the Brock Lesnar treatment. 
You know, this motherfucker like, Logan Paul has only wrestled in what two matches up until, uh, well, he's got, he's had a couple under his belt since then. He got a freaking title shot at Crown Jewel against Roman Reigns. Yeah. Why? There are tons of other people that should have had that title shot long before you did. Oh, yeah. You wrestled The Miz. You had a tag match with The Miz, and then you had a match against The Miz at SummerSlam. It was good. Don't get me wrong. Does that mean you deserve to go to Saudi and be in the main event match? No. No. No, it does not. Would I have preferred to see him in over Brock Lesnar? Yes, I would have. Yes. Because I don't need to see Brock and Roman for the 10th time. It's... It's, it's it's about been as, done. It's been about outplayed as the freaking Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, exactly. And like I, like you said, no disrespect to Logan Paul because uh, you know he's hell a, of a talent. He's a hell of a talent. Listen, yeah. there are wrestlers, there are outsiders that come in who give a half-assed job, and that just kind of are there for the name recognition and the fact that like, hey, I'm getting a payday. But people like Lawrence Taylor, Bad Bunny, um. And Logan Paul, that's just three off the top of my head that I can name. I'm sure there are plenty of others I'm missing out on. And Stephen Amell, yeah. the Green Arrow, people who take the time and the effort to make it work. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at the, 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 the Bigelow thing and LT thing at WrestleMania, which, by the way, that might be on the quiz, so keep that in your memory bank. Uh. Um, LT put in the work, and it was, you know, Bigelow had to carry the match, but that was the main event match at WrestleMania. It wasn't Sean and Diesel for the title. It was Bigelow against... Um, against LT. Yeah, and it was it, for what it was like. It it was it going to be the a top a, star, a five star match? No, but you know people who are outside of you know Dave Melters and stuff. It was still a good match yeah. for for who LT is and what effort he put in. He put in the effort. He put in the time. You could have showed up and just half assed it, but he didn't. He put in the time, and the effort, and he made it look as believable as he could. Yeah, and that's something that like the wrestling fans do notice. Right. You know, they that Right. If you again, if you're gonna be a dummy, yeah. yeah. It's not gonna work out for you. <laughs> no, exactly. It's not gonna work out for you. Yeah. So how are we doing on time? Uh we're at forty one minutes. All right. So let's uh let's get into a little mini debate here. All right. So we're looking forward to Chamber, obviously. I don't obviously we aren't able to get together this this week, but no. it's okay. If we can still do the uh the PlayStation thing. Yeah, it depends on what time I'm out till on Saturday. I'm, well, the pay-per-view doesn't start till 8, so... Yeah, I don't know if we'll be out that late. We'll see. Well, but, again, well, if worse comes to worse, I'll watch the pay-per-view, and if you get home and you say, hey, I'm home, I'm jumping on the PlayStation to to watch it, then that's fine. If we, if you don't, you don't. I'm, I'm going to be watching. Yeah, fair so, enough. I have to get the kids to bed first, though. Yeah. So... No disrespect to any of the following holidays that we've put out, but um, we kind of went through a quick list, and there might be other ones we're missing, so if you do want to take the time to send us some other ones we're missing that you think should be on this bit of a dubious list, please let us know. Yeah. Um, nobody messages me. Nobody talks to me. <laughs> Just wanted to check. Um, so the five we've written down that are, I guess, kind of run by... I mean, they're all run by the corporate machine, but some of these are like, I feel like some like bit of a marketing scam and kind of just ridiculous. You okay there? He's got to gotta stretch, got to get comfortable. Yeah. When you're sitting for an hour, it's like. I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, I mean, your chair is a little bit comfier than mine, but not too much. Not much anymore. Um, So we've put down uh, April Fool's Day, which we'll just go by these little bits at a time. Yeah. When you're a little kid, it's fine. 
if you have some buddies that you want to prank, it's fine. But the whole concept of it is kind of goofy, and you get to the point where you're like, okay, yeah, it's just another day. But again, like I said, when you're like five or six years old, and you're with your friends in school, and you're like, hey, Kyle, your shoe's untied, and you're like, huh, April Fool's, I got you. <laughs> it's like it's like you do like the, the child petty, like not petty, but like the childish pranks, like SpongeBob yeah. pulls. Yeah. April Fool. And it's it's kind of annoying, but it's it's kind of funny. And then, yeah. you know, and obviously there are, you know, crazy outrageous pranks that happen where it's like, hey, your car's gone. And you're like, what the fuck happened to my car? Oh, we towed it. Hi, April Fool. <laughs> no, not not funny. Yeah. Hey, we put, you know, firecrackers in a freaking, you know, in your toilet. So now they're going to explode. And On your asshole. Have... Right. Exactly. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. It's an okay holiday. Like, is I don't even know if it's really considered a holiday. And as as you get older, you're kind of just like, eh. Like yeah. I said, if you have buddies you want to, you know, the prank, then that's one thing. But I'm just like, I prank my buddies year round. I don't need to fucking wait for one specific holiday. To yeah, do it. everybody knows to expect it now. It's like it's coming up. You're like, right, and and it's also like it's obnoxious where you're like, oh, I just have to get through April first and just be done with it. I don't care. Yeah. So. You just kind of get through the day and so hope. I'm gonna stay home. I'm just gonna stay home. I'm not gonna answer the phone. I'm not gonna believe anybody. That's the other thing too. You have to be on guard. You have to like, you know, put yourself like in a defensive shelf like the entire day. And that's you know, imagine that's the worst part. Say like you, you like one of your parents was in a horrible accident. Right on. <laughs> right on it's, April Fools. It's like it's, listen, your father was in a horrible accident and he's in all the right, hospital. All right. Well, when where's the punchline? Where's the punchline? Okay, ha 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 ha! Very funny. That's really funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. No, I'm serious, Kyle. I'm I'm being serious. Dad's in the, no. I'm here. You're good. That's a good one, Ashley. You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> it's like no, nope, nope. unless you hear the urgency in their voice, and you're like, oh, you're not really fucking joking. You're being for real. Okay. I swear to God, if this is an April Fool's joke, I will stab you in your artery, <laughs> right in the neck artery. And it's a good thing you'll be at the hospital because you're gonna need all the help you can get. <laughs> um. We put down Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Listen, as far as, you know, saving money, great concept. Awesome. Yeah. The whole hype around it, especially, we'll say, Black Friday pre-internet, psychotic. Yeah. I need to have Thanksgiving turkey, and I need to go take a nap at 4 o'clock, because I have to be up at, you know, midnight or before midnight to do my, you know, Christmas shopping, and I need to, you know... Stample, uh, trample and stampede over a whole bunch of other different people to get the same thing that they're getting. The yeah. Tickle Me Elmo, I must have it. The Cabbage Patch Doll, I must have it. Yeah. And the I do not care. Flat screen. Right. I do not care it. if I take your blood. I will do what I have to do to get the, the Cabbage Patch Doll. Oh, yeah. Or like when it was, what was it, the PS4 or was it the PS3 that people were freaking out over during? Probably the, all of them, actually. Yeah. I think the PS3 probably because it took a while for an update between, I think, two to three. Or maybe yeah. it was four. It might have been four. And obviously five was there, too, for a while. Yeah. <coughs> well, I remember people were freaking out and beating each other up because of it. They wanted to get the, their hands right. on it. Right. Like, there's no need for that. Like, I understand that, like, supplies are limited, but that's that's when, like, the Lord of the Fly shit comes out, where it's like, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and you better, be not, you better not be wearing milk bone underwear, because <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's no need for it. I mean, obviously, now it's a little bit calmer. Because you've got Cyber Monday, so as long as you're ready to fucking click, 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 click away, it's good. Yeah. But, jeez, God, oh my, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, people are crazy out there I sometimes. have done Black Friday once. Once. 
And my, yep. the extent of my Black Friday was Becca and I went to Kohl's to get a TV because there was like a, it was like a, th- um, I think it was like a 30, no, it was like a 40 or 45 inch TV that we got for like, I don't know, 200 bucks or something or 180. It was pretty cheap. We got it at Kohl's. Yeah. And we just walked over to the person. We said, do you have any of these TVs? They go, oh yeah, there's some more in the back. Just give us like five or 10 minutes. We said, okay, no problem. And we got a ticket. To let us know we were, you know, eligible to get a TV. You couldn't just come up and grab one. You had to get a ticket. Yeah. We handed the ticket in. We got the TV. We paid for the TV. And we walked out very calmly and casually with our TV. And it was good to go. Yeah. That was at the point when they started, like, actually caring about people. Because I remember it used to just be a free-for-all. And people would stampede over each other. Right. And that's just going to cause more chaos and more mess. And also, too... It kind of starts earlier than it used to start, and companies are ready are already pre prepared for. It. If you go to Walmart, they already have their sections, and they've already let people know once it's sold out, it's sold out. And if you don't act in an orderly fashion, you're going to get kicked the fuck out. Yeah, we're not having this shit. We're not. No, we're not. That's like I said. A lot of people buy it online now, and it's a lot easier. But. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of that stuff is. I mean, and some of the sales aren't even that great. No. It's like, oh, you mean you get? I get fifty dollars off of this flat screen TV? Oh my god, that's such a steal! It's like uh, to get tr- trampled on. I don't think so. No, I'll, I'll just I'll pay the extra fifty bucks if I don't got to go in the store. <laughs> you know, and it's like I I remember when I first experienced uh, Black Friday was um, with uh, K, and when we went to K K, just K. I'm not going to say people's full names. Okay. Well, uh, you think these people listen? Don't don't. It doesn't matter. You know, someday we could become super famous. Some days out in the open. Who gives a shit. Whatever. K squared. K squared. Yeah. Um. But we went to. Uh. She wanted to go to Victoria's Secret. Oh. And we were the first in line. And I remember the woman coming up to. It was at the um, Crystal Mall. A dying breed, by the way. A, yeah, a dying breed. And the woman comes up to the thing, and she yells out to everybody, because there's a big crowd behind us, too. We're going to open up the door, and you're going to come in in orderly fashion. If you don't, you're going to get kicked out. Right, is everybody ready? And then they open up the door, and like, I got trampled on. Like I'm like trying to like move off to the side, because like, everybody's just like scooting in, and I'm like... I'm not going to get killed today. No, I scooted off to the side. I said, you go do your thing. Go ahead. Have fun. I'm going to scoot off to the side. I'm going to go get some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was one of the main experiences because there's something that she wanted there. I couldn't even tell you what it was now. But I was like, I, I was not getting trampled by a, a bunch of, of women who wanted to nope. go after something. I'm like, no, nope. nope. I'm going to step off to the side. I'm cool. I'm very thankful now that, that um, Chef does not like black friday and she you know she'll she'll buy things if she can see them but well, like i said the the world has changed since like you know amazon can just deliver you anything at any time yeah and so they have black, the deals on amazon right i mean there are some people like myself that i'd rather just go black friday shopping if i know what i want in particular go there get it day of don't have to worry about shipping it's already with me that day put it in the car and be on my way yeah especially like i said if you've already game planned for it okay i'm gonna go to you know walmart i'm gonna get there early i'm gonna get my tv or whatever i'm getting my ps5 i'm gonna get it i'm gonna go and i'm done i don't need to buy anything else i'm good but now that there's so many websites putting out so many different things i mean you know if you look at you know any of the you know major sporting um leagues whatever they have their black friday sales or cyber monday sales everybody has their thing and they try to sell 
And I get it. And it's a huge profit, but I just – the whole concept of it, I just – yeah, I mean, I, and I agree with you on that. The only thing, like you said, is that you get the the deals in some respect. But, I mean, as a concept as a whole, mm-hmm. it, it, it became very bad very early on. And now it's just kind of like, right? Uh, okay, we don't really need to go to the store anymore. No, of course not. So it's not really even a holiday. The next one, which I don't really know if it belongs on the list, but it's there just because – um, I have no disrespect for it. Obviously, I, I do kind of care about this day. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I won't say it's a foolish holiday. I mean, it's basically just, you know, it's kind of a built-in excuse to be able to drink and be like, hey, yeah, I'm quote-unquote Irish for the day. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know. You I know, mean. You, you drink some, you know, you drink yourself a couple pints of Guinness. You have yourself, you know, an, an Irish car bomb, which I believe is Jameson inside of the pint of Guinness. Yes. Yeah. And, um. Then you have some corned beef and cabbage and some Irish soda bread, and you listen to the Clancy's play, and you have a good old Mary, you know, jig of a time. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's but, very— But, know. I mean, obviously, you know, there was, a you know, a um, some marketing with, like, fast food companies where uh, Burger King came out with, like, the green ketchup. Oh, I'm I'm super stoked for the Shamrock Shake. Oh, of course. Well, the Shamrock Shake is <laughs> that goes without saying, but it also comes out super early and it stays out longer now. Like it's pretty much out the whole month of March. Yeah. Before it was just like, hey, we're gonna have this fucker for two weeks. You got to get it, and if you don't get it, it's gone till next year. Yeah. Now they do, and I know they they'll probably even start it in February. I'm, I'm probably this week or next week they'll probably start it. I do enjoy Shamrock Shake. My daughter, I missed my daughter's birthday being on St. Patrick's Day by one day. Uh, it's on the 18th, but but she does share a birthday with Zidane Chara and Dane Cook. Wow, that's actually a very uh, I know good duo to have there. I know that it is. I was like, all right. I was like, nice for St. Patrick's Day. They're like, nope, we're going to induce her tonight. She's going to have the baby tomorrow. And I was like, March 18th, so close. <laughs> it's okay. I think, uh, yeah, I think we've done that before where you and I have looked at who we have on our birthdays. And I think the only notable one that I have is Miley Cyrus on my birthday. Oh, I beat that. I, I know, yeah, you told me. Yeah. I have Richard Pryor. Yeah, that, I mean, it's Richard Pryor, man. Richard Pryor, man. <laughs> Bette Midler, I have her on my birthday, Bette, too. Bette, Bette Midler and Richard Pryor? Yeah. Jeez. I know, I have I have a good one-two punch. I think I have a few other people, but... Oliver, Oliver has Rhett from Rhett and Link on his birthday. Yes, yeah, you like to me- the, to message I Rhett do to message Rhett, yes, I do message <laughs> Rhett. I haven't, I didn't this past year, but I know the first couple of years I did. Yeah. And I did, and I do have that one time where I got a like from him, and I was like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this, Kyle. Rhett, like my phone, this is, <laughs> I'm, this is amazing, this is so awesome. I'm so starstruck. I'm not starstruck. I was oh, just, okay. that was like the first time that actually somebody, quote unquote, famous, had sent me a message back, because up until then, I didn't really get any likes from anybody that was of importance. Oh, yeah. So I was like, because obviously, how many people? I mean, probably thousands upon thousands of people wish him happy birthday. And he was going through, and he was like, hey, your son's born on my birthday. That's cool. And one mythical beast to another. And he was like, like the post. I was like, and obviously, like, it doesn't matter much to him, but it's the hugest thing in the world for, like, someone like me or or you if you're like, wow, like, you took the time to, to see my post, you liked it, and that's cool. Like, Yeah, like, I know you saw I, it. Listen, maybe it even wasn't you. Maybe it was some type of admin or an intern that was just scrolling through and said, uh, you know, uh, Rhett, uh, hey, this is, you know, oh, yeah, go ahead, like that post. That's fine. Like, Yeah, I'm sure it happens to people all the time, but I— I don't know if Rhett's necessarily famous enough to do that. I mean, I think he, I think Chase might do it for him. You don't know. 
<laughs> he does everything else. That's true. And yeah. if you try to tell me that Chase is not Mushell, you're lying to yourself. Uh, Chase is definitely Mushell. It's Mushell. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I am. I have to be close to like a hundred episodes behind. You probably are. I have to. I mean, for what it's worth, I um. I do save it to my my thing every day to my playlist. I'm at 81. I think tonight might be the night that I have to start watching Rhett and Link. And at least go through something like you can look at some of the episodes and go, yeah, I probably wouldn't like that episode. Or no, 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 no. I'm I I don't watch the Moors. I do watch the main show. Yeah, if I had to watch the Moors, I'd be way far behind. Yeah, but I, ha- I will. I'm about wa- a week behind right now. I will watch all of these. So I think tonight, maybe what I'll do is I'll I'll cut back on the wrestling stuff. The problem is, is that I don't want to watch and then fall asleep and not remember what episode I watched. Uh, yeah. So, when you feel you're starting to self get a little tired, just end it, you know? Well, I didn't think I was going to fall asleep as early as I did last night. I fell asleep watching WCW Uncensored, which, God, that Doomsday Cage match is so awful. <laughs> WWE Uncensored, or WCW, sorry, WCW Uncensored 96. It is Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan against the Alliance Stand Hulkamania, which consists of the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, it is Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. It is Lex Luger. It's Zeus from, uh, well, he plays uh, Debo in Friday, mm-hmm. but he was Zeus in No Holds Ball, No Holds Barred with Hogan. Okay. There's somebody named the Ultimate Solution who wrestled like one time and he was a terrible wrestler. And there's another guy that's called Z Gangster. Actually, Z Gangster might be Zeus, oh, and they okay. just changed it from Zeus to Z Gangster. But it's like seven or eight guys. And they wrestle in this like weird triple cage. It's like at the um like at the entrance ramp or whatever. Yeah. You have to climb all the way up. You start in the first level, which by the way, the first level is like Arn Anderson and Flair. Why those two are the first you have to go through, I'll never understand. Then you oh, the other one's Ming, who is um Haku. Yeah. You go to the next level, and I have to fight those four, which would be I think it's like Luger, Ming, uh, Taskmaster, Taskmaster, and somebody else. Then you get to the bottom, and it's supposed to be like the ultimate solution in Z Gang. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> um, Brutus Beefcake comes out as the Booty Man, and he brings him frying pans, and he's be- it's it's awful. It's, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> by the way, the Booty Man, one of the many gimmicks that was run by Brutus Beefcake, aka Ed Leslie, his real name, mm-hmm. his finishing move, the high knee. Heine, get it? Because it's Heine. Heine. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like the stank face. That's no, but it's it's a high knee. Oh, high knee. High knee, not high knee. High knee. So you hit him with the high knee, but it's Heine. So that's (laughs) that's mid nineties wrestling for you. Good. It was crap. Jeez. It was crap. That's crazy. All right, moving on from St. Patrick's Day, we got way off track again. I, I, this is just. This shows, and we've been doing good. A crazy we're train. Fine. We got two left. Um, we're gonna say if we if we were making the top five, second place definitely goes to Groundhog Day, because the way the yeah. world works now with the uh, global warming and anything else you want to call it that's out there, and balloons that are in the sky being shot down, or whatever you want to call it, Groundhog Day is now just kind of you're going for the experience. You're driving yourself to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, for the experience to see. Phil, the I don't even know the tenth, the twelfth, however long groundhogs live, him to get you know for them to knock on the door, to pick him up, to listen to what he's saying, and say, 
the prognosticator of prognosticators has said that it's going to be six more weeks of winter. And I can tell you that that's a load of crap. And why can I tell you that? Because I live in New England and it is 70 degrees outside in the end of February. Why? <laughs> why does it feel like a regular day in May when it's supposed to be like right now it should be 20 degrees, 20 to 25 degrees, maybe a little flurry in the air, maybe some snow recently dropped. No, it doesn't happen anymore. The, yeah. the world has gone topsy-turvy because, like you said before when we were talking about it outside, the heat miser and snow miser must have finally made a deal to trade off because <laughs> we've been getting all the warm weather that the South gets and the South's been getting all the cold weather that we get. Yeah, you seen the Texas, the fucking snow and the ice that's going on over there? Right, and, you know, they're not necessarily prepared for that because they're not used to it. You get, like, an inch of, like, snow in Georgia or something, and traffic comes to a standstill because they yeah. don't have enough plow trucks. They don't have enough sand. They don't know what to do. They don't, maybe some of them do, but if you're not used to driving in slick conditions, you're just like, oh, I can just drive normal, and then you just wipe out, and you're like, oh, well, can't do that. Yeah. Up here, no, we have no problem with it. Yeah, because we're used to it. Right. That's, that's the thing, Like, especially with this weather. I mean, having days where it's <laughs> 70 degrees, the other day I was driving home, and I saw moths, moths, uh, moths flying around. And I'm like, what are you doing out, Moth? It is February. Mm -hmm. Why? The problem that we have, though, is the roller coaster. So, for instance, hold on a minute. So, if you look at the, the list, this is just according to AccuWeather. This could be wrong. This is for Jewett City. Um, high of 70 today with a low of 49. Tomorrow, high of 58 with a low of 22. Then Saturday, it's supposed to be 41 with 25, and then Sunday's 51 with 39. So it goes from 70 to then as low as 22 tomorrow. So that's a big drop-off. It's a 50-degree drop-off mm. almost. So, I mean... I mean, that shit's crazy. Right, and there's not... I just... I mean, there's not really a lot of the S-word in the forecast. And then before you know it, it's March, and you've kind of passed by. Like, Welcome to New England. It it you can't even say that anymore though because the, the weather is just I don't understand it. Yeah, we had those couple of days where it was like negative degrees out, but yeah, that was that was like last week or the week before where it was the weekend. It was two weeks ago. The weekend was um like minus ten or twenty with like the wind chill and stuff, and then a couple of days later it was like forty degrees outside. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like, we haven't been seeing, like, really cold days other than that. We haven't seen really any snow except for that little flurry we had that was, like, an inch. Knock wood. Yeah. Knock wood. I'm not going to mention that. Yeah. We'll, we'll... So, I, to be honest, though, to, to feel a little bit more comfortable about my environment, I actually would want to see snow now. Because it's, like, it's February. You're supposed to see snow. I hate. I hate it. I hate snow. I mean, I'm very happy as a person who loves heat, but this is th th this is out of norm. Well, that's the way of the world. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Groundhog Day, kind of just the whole gimmicky thing now. Yeah. But the biggest sham and the biggest gimmick of them all, which this is leading to our debate, Valentine's Day. Yeah. What a crock of shit, horse shit of a holiday Valentine's Day is. Uh, you will not change my mind on this. This is how I have felt, regardless if I had a significant other or not. See, I don't have an issue with Valentine's Day. It just It's not one of those holidays that really cause any concern to me. 
The well, you know what? I'll say this: when you're married or when you get older, you go out, you get your wife a card, maybe some flowers, maybe some chocolate. In my case, a case of Dr. Pepper or a Dr. Pepper, yeah, and everything's smoothed over. However, in the instance that you are, and I can't speak for all people because maybe this doesn't happen, but I feel like from what I've witnessed and seen from working in retail for 16 years, um, these guys come in last minute, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, sometimes midnight. Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot Valentine's Day. My wife's going to kill me. And they spend two, $300. They're buying these giant teddy bears. They're buying flowers. They're buying cards. They're buying chocolate. They're buying everything. If we sold jewelry that was legit, they'd probably buy jewelry too. Now I know there are some women out there, and I'm not, again, trying to typecast anybody or say anybody is a certain way. There are some people out there that do enjoy the finer things in life. So if that's you and you want a new diamond necklace every year, awesome. More power to you. However, I just, I feel like, and maybe things have changed now, but I feel like there was always an expectation with Valentine's Day. Let's say, for instance, in my case, if I'm dating a new girl, maybe this would happen, maybe it wouldn't. Let's just say, for instance, hypothetically, I'm dating a new girl. Let's say maybe a couple months have gone by or two or three months into our relationship. Valentine's Day is coming around the corner. You're still kind of new to this person. I feel like there's some, of a, some type of an expectation where you're you're getting flowers, you're getting a card. You're getting chocolate. You're going to maybe not the fanciest restaurant, but a nice restaurant. You're probably dropping a couple hundred dollars on that, potentially if you have drinks. So you're spending $200 in just food and drink, not to mention the card, the flowers, and the chocolate or teddy bear or whatever else you got. Then you go back to you know maybe your place or her place, hoping, hoping to maybe get something in return, which again, isn't you know necess- not necessarily you know a given. I'm not saying that you it, lead a lonely existence. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's Listen. why you hate Valentine's. No, no, no. Because guess what I did? I got I got Chef a Keurig holder that put you put the little Keurigs in. I spent maybe like thirty, thirty five bucks on it. Uh, again, my boy, you maddied, maddied. When you maddied, it's different. Uh, well, when yeah, you're in a, a when you're in a relationship with a new girl, especially when you're younger. Not necessarily when you're older, but when you're younger. When you're in like like if. Like, I can tell you, I was one of those people in my early to mid-20s who would go out on Valentine's Day and get stuff for Rebecca and spoil her with flowers and chocolate and candy, hoping to get a little something-something at the end of the night. Did I? Sometimes? Yes. Did I sometimes? No. But then there are other people that are out there who go all out. There's flowers. There's, like, rose petals, you know, in, like, a heart shape on the bed. There's candles lit. There's soft music playing. Like, you go all out. And maybe some girls like to be swooned and wine and dine like that. Well, again, more power to you. Not kink-shaming anybody here. But I just feel like with Valentine's Day, it's just the corporate machine making money. Your best bet is to invest in cards, flowers, and chocolate. Because you're but, always going to need those three but things. But that argument, you can't use that because every single holiday has been marketized now. Christmas. Oh, don't even get me started. That's probably actually worse than Valentine's Day. Don't even get me started on Christmas. Christmas, Thanksgiving. The, uh, well, the, prob- the problem is, though, there are times where people are like, what did you get your wife for Valentine's Day? I said, I didn't get her anything. What do you mean? It's Valentine's Day. What, I have to subject my, my ultimate devotion and love to my wife, or ex-wife now, for one day? Why do I have to make it for one day? She gets stuff year-round. The kids get stuff year-round. I'm not just subjecting it to one day. Like, okay, great. Again, when you're in a relationship, that's fine. But as you get older, it's just kind of like, eh, 
Like, is it nice to get a card? Yeah. Should I have gotten a card? Probably. But again, it's just, eh. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't understand where you're coming from, but I don't see the harm in it, you know, giving, be able to give some gifts and, you know, small things like you don't have to go crazy. Yeah. If you're going, if you have the money to do so, that's fine, but don't go crazy. But like, some flowers and chocolates don't cost a shit ton of money these days. Not to mention, I couldn't even begin to imagine how many times people fucking propose to get married on Valentine's Day. That does happen. It happens probably far too often. I, My grandmother got married on Valentine's Day, so what does that tell you? My aunt and uncle did too. So there you go. And that's just the corporate machine just to keep an eye on moving. But, I mean, yet again, what does that hurt, though? It doesn't really hurt anything. I mean, if somebody wants to get married on Valentine's no. Day because they like it. That's fine. That's fine. You know? I, the only thing that Valentine's Day was good for was when you were a kid and you got to go to each individual desk and you got to give kids their Valentine's Day cards and you got a bunch of candy and chocolate and cards from your friends. Eh, yeah. And I you mean, pretty much didn't have to do anything for school for the day because it was Valentine's Day and that was your... Or you had at least a a span of time where it was kind of allotted in the day so yeah i mean that, that was fun as a kid I, I definitely used to enjoy that right you know what i did on valentine's day this year i didn't do anything i had leftover pizza and wings because i'm a sad sad pathetic fool a dummy yeah 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 and i watched the wwe's only iteration of this pay-per-view the saint valentine's day massacre which i will recommend you should watch because it's actually a very good pay-per-view okay um i will say there's at least three matches that are pretty good. The rest of them is just kind of like, eh. So there's um, Gold Dust versus Blue Dust, which Blue Dust is the blue meanie. Yeah, that's kind of a shit match. It's not great. I'll be. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good match. Trust me. Yeah. It's not a good way to start off the night. However, yeah. Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly in a hardcore match, fantastic match. Hmm. They wrestle and get thrown on the bank of the Mississippi River. It's awesome. Okay. Um, there is, uh, China had just turned. To become part of the corporation. So it's China and Kane against X-Pac and Triple H. That's a pretty good tag match. Okay. I think there's another match in there that I'm missing, but obviously it wasn't too important. And then the two biggest matches are Rock versus Mankind in a False Count Anywhere match, oh. which is great. And then Stone Cold versus uh, Vince McMahon. And that's a steel cage match. And if Stone Cold wins, he gets to be he gets to punch his ticket to WrestleMania because Vince's hatred because Vince had won the Rumble. But obviously, you're not going to have Vince McMahon in the Royal Rumble. So they yeah. had booked this in February, obviously on Valentine's Day. And if Austin won, he was going to Mania. If Austin lost, he lost his Mania chance. It's oh, very okay. it's it's a good match, and huh. and it is the debut of a pretty significant wrestler. I'm not going to tell you who. You should go watch it. <laughs> and the ending's crazy too. The ending's wild. Okay. That's interesting. And Vince takes one of the worst possible bumps. Ooh. Oh, so I'll tell you about the bump quickly. He falls. They're on the side of the cage together. Now, the match hasn't even started. They started outside. The bell hasn't even rung yet. Vince and him are on the um on the cage or whatever, and they're wrestling outside the cage, and Austin like smashes his head into the cage and Vince goes to fall backwards. And hold on, let me see if I can set this up with the remotes here. So for all of you those that can't see, he's he's. I've I've set up the eraser for the whiteboard as the table, and I'm going to use the Roku remote as Vince McMahon. Okay. So they're on the cage or whatever, and this is by the Spanish announce table. Vince falls, 
like hits his back on the edge of the table, oh. pops up, and then goes through the table. So it's like he hits, he bounces, and he comes back. And oh, oh, it's I'll show you before I go. It's a brutal bump. It's bad. Jeez. It's bad. That's rough. Like he didn't just like flush go through the table. Like he he hit like his lower back like on the edge of the table, and then the table collapsed. And I was just like, oh, that's. A, I knew it was coming too, and I was like, "That's still a brutal bump to watch. That fucking hurts." Oh, jeez. So that's tough. Listen, you can disagree with me in my opinion on Valentine's Day. If and when I meet a new significant other, an Emily, or a um, Megan. a Megan, or a Sarah, or you know what? Knowing my luck, maybe it'll probably be a Stephanie. <laughs> I've I've been enough. I've been with three or four of them. I've dated three or four of them in my Good lifetime. Lord. So, or at least been in a relationship, and I use that in air quotes. Um. <laughs> Because really, what's high school love except for just nonsense? No, oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> oh, God, I know. Uh, I know you do, buddy. I know uh. you do. So, um, again, you could disagree with me, and that's fine. Like, I, again, I understand your side from it, from the Valentine's Day side, because there are people that just, you know, cool, you got, it's, it's almost kind of like a, a mini Christmas, but it is definitely a holiday for women. It is not a holiday for men. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you it's know. definitely a woman's holiday. Yeah, it's not a men's. I mean, holiday. you can make it both if you want to. That's I mean, the it, de- thing it depends it. on how your relationship goes and how you are. Because maybe you know, maybe it is a man's holiday when you know your wife's like, "Hey, I want to bring another person to our relationship," and the guy's like, "Oh, happy Valentine's Day to me." Yeah, and it turns out to be some big dude named Tiny. <laughs> I was going to do the WWE route and say it's Sammy, but Sammy was a boy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> We're gonna go on that note. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just dummy. Yeah, yeah. People gonna. That's the only button we have that's available. We got. Well, it's the only one that works. I mean, we have other ones, but I've been saving them for the end. Oh, of course, you have. So, um, thanks for listening. Um, obviously, like I, you know, um, we're not sure what we're gonna do for the next couple weeks of episodes. I mean, obviously, the next episode we have, we'll be talking about the chamber and any. Storylines that's happened leading up to WrestleMania. Eventually, in a couple couple of weeks, you have some more time. I'd say probably, I'd say within the next three weeks, maybe the next month or so, right? Because that'll be, yeah, I would say within the next month or so, you better be prepared for WrestleMania quiz because it's coming. I know, I know, it's coming. Oh, (laughs) sorry for sneezing in your ears. Gesundheit was, would be what our German, our German people say. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. Um, yeah. So Wikipedia, write down some notes. You can come with notes. I don't care if you do Wikipedia and you just write down some little notes and jot some stuff down. You're welcome to have notes. That's fine. Whatever needs, whatever you need to do to help you. You don't know which questions are coming. No. I am going to tell you, however, right now, you're going to have three bonus questions. One's going to pertain to. WrestleMania itself and WrestleMania locations. I'm not going to specify what. I'm just going to say WrestleMania locations. That'll be like a sub part of a question. There's going to be Hulk Hogan related in, uh, stuff. So look up Hulk Hogan stuff and there'll be Undertaker stuff. Those are the big, those are the Hogan and, and Taker are the big, the big two, I think, as far as WrestleMania goes. Okay. Hogan kind of created the whole media giant and obviously Undertaker is synonymous with WrestleMania. Is Shawn okay. Michaels. Yes, but then I'm getting to too many questions, and I just, I've already had 50 questions. You've got three bonus questions. It's going to be a lot of 
A lot of information. A lot of information. And that's why I said if you want to get a cheat sheet, a note card, write down whatever you got to do, watch WrestleManias, do whatever you got to do. You're probably better off just doing Wikipedia. Because, again, all the information from WrestleMania stuff comes from Wikipedia. If any of it is inaccurate, it's Wikipedia's fault. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I tried to find other websites to make sure it was legit, so most of the stuff should be legit, but looking forward to that. Um, Okay. At some point, we'll try to figure out a Wicked Draft 4. We do have to try to get your dad, the legend, on to do our uh, Say What 70s uh, slang edition. We haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah. Um, and, of course, there'll be some other stuff. And, obviously, we're going to be getting into the springtime, which once we get to the springtime, we'll be talking Stanley Cup playoffs, specifically the league leading, as of right now, Boston Bruins. And, hopefully, they're March to another Stanley Cup, so then that way Bergeron and Krejci can ride off into the sunset like they rightfully deserve so. Oh, definitely. So... Thank you for listening. We are the Wicked Case Podcast. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts as well as YouTube. Show always comes out at noon on Sundays unless, you know, told otherwise if we put out a random Friday show or if a holiday falls. Like if we had a 4th of July episode, we put it out on a Wednesday. That's because it's 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't do that. We've been doing that more recently, but we'll kind of see how the the dates go yeah um and also the youtube is audio only i know a lot of people don't listen on youtube i mean it's there for you to listen to i mean there i don't think there's any commercials or ads so you're well, not going to get interrupted yeah i don't think we're monetized yet so it should be i wish we were but even if we were there wouldn't be anybody well we'd lose it because we swear too much you'd have to go through and edit all that shit and you're not going to do that yeah so yeah. If we were going to put it on youtube and have a family friendly version we could do that sure and at some point we do want to try to set it up it's hard to do right now with jobs and stuff but um, we do want to set up playing Uno or NHL and kind of doing like a, like a side gaming thing because that seems to be a pretty good trend to go down. True. So um, Megan and Emily, you know, if you want to be my special Valentine next year, <laughs> or we can just be friends. It's cool. Uh, you know, call the number 774-764-9074. I did tell you that um, my mom has expressed interest in being on the show, and I know we have the capability yeah. to do that. Certainly so do. maybe next week or the week after, you might have a third party on here and we might have our first i guess special guest via telephone with yeah. a new device yeah um yeah so seven seven four seven six four nine zero seven four. email us at the wicked ks at gmail.com if you want to go to the website to get all of the shows uh it's www.thewickedks.com socials you have your facebook instagram your twitter, twitter. at the wicked ks and i'm just going to go ahead and say if you want to make a TikTok, just go ahead. I don't even care. Go ahead. We'll try. We'll see. Go ahead. Make a TikTok. Make times. a fucking Snapchat. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Okay, do we do a Vine. Do whatever you want to do. Do a go tout. Vine. I don't care. Good Lord. Jesus, I don't even care. So um, <laughs> thanks for listening to the show. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, patreon.com forward slash wikiks. Yeah. $3 a month. All the money that is you know donated to us through Patreon just goes back to the show. It costs money to run the show. It costs money to, you know, keep the hours up. So any money that we get, we're just going to put it back into the show. Yeah. I am not going to go down the street to get a Subway sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually at some point down the road, if we get enough people doing Patreon, you can support us. Instead of doing our jobs, we can do this full time. So it will technically go back to us, but it'll go back to us. So that way we can do more of this for you. Right. So right. So we can get that Subway sub, but... Mm. Maybe, but, Jer- maybe Jersey Mike's not Subway. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing we should probably try to do at some point is, because it doesn't hurt to ask, is 
I don't know, try to get some sponsors out there. I don't know. doesn't, I mean, yeah. we don't need anything fancy. I'm not asking to be paid. I'll, you know, if, if you can give, help me get a big enough platform, I'll, you know, we've talked about Uzu. I'll, I'll talk fondly about Uzu. I have nothing negative to say about Uzu. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously k and kind of a local thing for us. So I don't know how much we could get out of that. But obviously, if we give them business cards or flyers or something small, they could put into the bags. If you throw it away, you throw it away. Whatever. Yeah, at if least you, it's out you, there. If you want to listen to it, you listen to it. That's cool. And then you tell your friends, and then it grows and grows and grows. And then before you know it, you look and you go, holy fuck, we have 500 subscribers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 going to be a push. We're going to con- push to continue to get more people. We want to have people listen to us. We're, you know, we're, we're pushing hard. We understand that the you know podcast game is very difficult because there are so many out there and you know it's very oversaturated now. As opposed to if we would have started this ten years ago, we'd probably be in a much better financial position. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's okay. Listen, we're having a good time doing this. We've learned from our mistakes that we are not exactly camera friendly when it comes to doing the show because we get on camera and we get too giggly and then it's just a bunch of jokes and then I can't keep a serious face and then you know. Plus, we aren't the most svelte-looking individuals, so when the camera adds a couple I pounds, don't know about you. I mean, I, I got that, that, that strong jawline. Yeah, now that you've cut away your ginger beard. I had to, man. You look, I, was, I looked at you, I was like, what is different about him? And I was like, son of a bitch covered of his beard. Yeah, I had a long beard going, by the way. If You, you guys probably haven't seen it, because this is audio only, but... It was good. It was, I had a beard. It was probably a good, like... Three or four inches, like a pretty decent long beard, and then you just and then you just got rid of it. Off. You just lobbed it all off. I you, had to, man. You massacred my boy. I I don't I don't know how to have a beard. Like I I've had beards before, but never that long. And the I can't believe you done that. Ah, wow. But it's like it's one of those things. I was always catching things in my beard, and you know. But you're a man that loves his food, so you have a little bit left for later. I I when I was a kid there used to be a uh, a song called Daddy's Beard and Daddy's Beard used to catch everything in it. And I have to find the lyrics to it one day, but it was like dice and like playing cards and like cows and just random this things. It sounds about as ridiculous as that fucking Dominic the Donkey song. Oh, it it was. Okay. It definitely oh, was. Good. All right. Well, so. on that note, I'm sure we're probably close to an hour or so in. Yeah, uh, actually an hour and 20 minutes. Yikes, Arama. Yeah, we went, went a decent amount. Alrighty, well, that we time had... Time flies when you're having fun. Well, we had a bunch of random topics we were talking about, so, you know, we... Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna go. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned, obviously, for the WrestleMania quiz coming up in about a month or so, and we'll see if Kyle is a... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Or if he actually succeeds and pulls off a... Wicked pisser. That's right. Wicked pisser. So there you go. So <laughs> stay tuned for that, and stay tuned for the other episodes if you wanna, you know, again, if you wanna recommend anything, or if you wanna be, you know... Give us, you know, your results on the Wicked Drafts and how they go. Please let us know. We're not, you know, we're not evil people. We we want to get the feedback. We want to know that people are listening and that you sort of care. Yeah. Shout out to, you know, the German and the German listener and the Virginia, because that seems to be the constant that we've been having. True. Yeah. So, and anybody else that's listened in any of the countries or any of the states, we greatly appreciate. Tell your family and friends. And as always, peace and love. Peace and love. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah.